0: Hello and welcome to Planet Homemaking Podcast. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is episode 739. And today we're gonna dive into the city of G48, which is wisdom. And this is such a profound attempt <laughs> at describing something that cannot be described. That um just like with every other city, is almost ridiculous to try to make a podcast about this stuff. <laughs> and uh, so, but every time we come to it, the, the reason, and, and I always say this on, on all of these cities, the reason why we do this is because we're aligning ourselves with this frequency. Um, you do not... Seek enlightenment. Seeking enlightenment is like the horse going behind the carrot. You can work your ass off for lifetimes, preparing yourself for it. And I'm not saying that it does not yield results, because eventually it will. Um, but that is not exactly what we're meant to be doing, Um because life itself organically leads us to enlightenment and i'm talking about lifetimes after lifetimes not you know very few entities have actually achieved enlightenment in one lifetime you know very very few but ultimately what what, what i mean by enlightenment because enlightenment means to be in knowledge of and I want to really address that word here because I've been working on that through the entire, this Jinky 48. Um, the definition that Richard Rod has of knowledge um, includes, precludes that the personality and the observer are one. He does not see a difference in his study of, of you know, he sees the human as this, um, you know. One thing, but it is not. And so the concept of his description of the concept of knowledge, what it really means is information, is data. That's what he's talking about when he means knowledge. But if we're talking about enlightenment, we're talking to be in knowledge of. And what does all of this has to do with wisdom? Because knowledge is not logic. Is not data. Knowledge is embodied information, and and he also talks about the body and the wisdom of the body and and from from a certain perspective, you could say yes, there is a wisdom of the body to a certain degree, but at the same time, the body is a machine. It's a bio machine, and it's equally programmed by the personality, as it is by the observer. So. In most most of in the reality we live is mostly programmed by the personality. So at some point you can say, okay, yes, there is a wisdom of the body in, in in regards to its telling me, you know, do this or go here or you know, I'm sick, you know, you gotta like pay attention. But to a certain degree is physical. That is a physical wisdom. It's not going to reach beyond physicality. When the body reaches Metaphysicality, now we're talking about, you know, the merging of the bodies of the higher planes of existence. And at that point, you we're talking about um, inform- information. We're, we have access to information that can become knowledge that we're going to have embodied in the other bodies. And obviously all of that eventually when we're talking about enlightenment is that grounding of all the bodies in the physical body. (laughs) That's how we um, begin to raise the frequency vibration of the cellular structure of the bio machine. Because now we have information, we have not only information, we have knowledge. And, and, And not only knowledge, we have wisdom at this point. Because what is the meaning of wisdom? And this is the description of wisdom that Richard talks about, and we're gonna go over that throughout this chapter, this episode, this couple episodes today and tomorrow. Um, he describes it as not knowing, but it's that is a, that is a that is not that is not the the words are not describing what wisdom is it's it's alluding to 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 uh, to it's kind of like it's sheen or or it's mirage or it's uh, reflection so it's not really describing wisdom it's is like it's like the, you know it's it's kind of alluding to something that that would 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 you know in, in such a case would would get you to wisdom and that's not what i want to use here because of the nature of him not Identifying the difference between the personality and the observer. And when you can't, if, if, that is probably the most important thing to realize in, in your spiritual journey that there is two of us inside of every one of us. There's who we are, the eternal observer, forever and ever, in the present, without time, without need, without thirst, without hunger, without lack. And and with absolute uh, presence, and and then there's the personality, which is the specific construct that we have developed in this particular lifetime, in order to have the particular kind of experience or adventure that we're gonna have in this reality. Which uh, it, could, it could, you could, we could train the personality to become something incredibly valuable, like like a horse, where we can we can properly ride through this reality, amazing, and have have a lot of fun. And and have a lot of experiences that will give us knowledge that will lead us to wisdom, right? Uh, but for most of the time, you know, the personality is just a fucking drag. You know, it's it's just we know, and very few people properly land in this reality, and, and so you you're dragging dead horses, and you're dragging the, the horse instead of the horse. You're riding the horse, you're dragging the fucking horse, and so it's very important that we describe the difference that we d- differentiate. What is the personality and what is who we truly are? And we're both simultaneously all the time. But when we get to the city, the personality ends. And that is what he describes as not knowing. Because he's including the personality as if, as if what the personality knows is knowledge. But it isn't. Personality will always bring organization of data and, and logic into the equation. But it's not knowledge. Knowledge is embodied. Right? This is is an experience that you have not only with the physical body, but when you start integrating all the other six bodies and more, now we're talking about knowledge. Now, what is wisdom? Okay? Wisdom is when you have enough knowledge to differentiate the different regions of the Akash, to actually understand. The, un, the uh, you know, um, and, and Richard talks about being unsecure, not insecure, but unsecure, which is let go of your, of your need of security. And I do agree with that because that is literally, you know, like when I hear everybody going around saying, be safe, you know, there's nothing more awful that anybody could tell you, you know, uh, I, I know it sounds, it sounds weird because, you know, being safe, it's almost like. Don't fucking live your life, you know, hide in a hole, be safe. And that is not what we are. We are explorers of the unknown. We are epic, awesome, glorious, divine beings traversing through the multiverse, exploring the regions of life that haven't been explored before. We are are epic, you know, people. Or, oh, you know, people don't exist, but you know, we are epic entities, you know, like, you know, aspects of God that are expanding on to forever, right? So to to tell somebody be safe is, is like, you know, tell them don't live, don't live, be afraid, right? And so he he uses that, and we're going to be diving into that either today or tomorrow, where he's talking about, you know, to to experience wisdom is to be unsafe. So he again, he's alluding to the re- refraction of what wisdom is. But wisdom, in its very core, is the accumulation of experience to get to the point where there's embodied knowledge and and beyond physicality. Because wisdom is not, um, it's not physical. And, and then again, we're going to go against, uh, you know, not against, but, you know, we have different words than what Richard Roth talks about because he says that wisdom is very physical, but it is not. Wisdom reflects in the body because the body, the body takes everything, you know, and if now you're wise then the body will be wise and you will listen to wisdom in the body. But when we're talking about this, a city we're talking about the divine gift. This is beyond physicality. This is beyond the personality. When we're talking about the city of Jinky 48 wisdom as a city, S-I-D-D-H-I, right? A divine gift. We're talking about something that goes beyond one body in the body. We're talking about information that has become knowledge that, uh, that is metaphysical and physical, and now we have abilities to to um, to um, to to bring to. We have awareness that that expands beyond physicality, and this awareness, and as we've been looking throughout the whole gift of this jinky forty eight resourcefulness, comes. At this point there's not even surrender because you're at the other side or there's no there's no personality with every of these cities. So it's uh is is there is no fear, there is no personality, and there is um information that that has become embodied but not only on the physical body but on on, on you know, I mean I do believe wisdom is not necessarily you have to have it all the way to the seventh body. You start having wisdom on the second and third and fourth bodies. So it's not just information embodied on the physical body, but at least on the second or third body, the infrared and and visible light bodies. Um, And now you have physical and metaphysical information turned into knowledge, and that is what is enlightenment, to be in knowledge of. 'Cause now you're light, right? Enlightenment. And this light, where does the light come from? It does not come from the physical body, it comes from the from the metaphysical bodies. So it's 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 embodying information from the higher planes of existence and becoming that. And now what what does that happen is that, you know, you just know. And this is the funny thing, you know, it's like like the way that Richard refers to it is as not knowing. But you do know. It, you, The personality doesn't know, but you do. And this is the experience that, you know, after a lot of experience, you get to a point where you now know because you have explored a region of the Akash. And you know how to differentiate what happens because of this or, or this junction of consciousness and change. That is wisdom you can look at at, at reality and say this is what 's going to happen is in in so in some ways wisdom is is um, is understanding the manifestations of time and having the ability to see unfolding timelines and and see the future but it is not future because it's it's consciousness so you've already you already have the knowledge of seeing what happens when that type of timeline <laughs> unfolds in that manner. So we're going to be diving into that. But uh, before we dive into that, if you're new to the podcast and you don't know what we're talking about here, you want to go to JOURN.TV. That's J-O-U-R-N.TV. That's the homepage of the podcast. At the bottom, there's some uh menu. With five links, one of them says jinkies. Click on that one and that will take you to episode 256. Listen to that episode and I'll get you started with what we're doing here. We're learning how to use this tool, the Gene Keys, to uh, heal ourselves. Uh, and the most practical part of it is the movement from the shadow to the gift, from fear to love, right? When we're talking about this city or this divine gift, this is we are aligning ourselves um, for for the moment that our fulfilled life organically unfolds and blooms into this. But it's not something you seek; it's something that you contemplate because it, you start getting the download, and it does it does affect you. Contemplating the cities, you do feel it on your on your on your frequency, on your on your body, on your bodies, right. You start feeling the glimpses of of whatever the city is, which they're all the same, right? But they have different entry points into into God, right? We're returning back, God, back to God. How on that page, episode two hundred fifty six? Listen to that episode, and there's a link there that says, "Click here to get your own free personalized hologenetic profile." When you click on that link, that'll take you to the Ginkies website where you can download your personalized hologenetic profile. What is this mouthful thing? Personalized hologenetic profile. (laughs) It's a map and a map that we're using to um, make the unconscious conscious, to become conscious of the unconscious. Why? Because the key, the door to the kingdom of heaven is the present. And the present exists. It's always, there's nothing but the present, but because we are multidimensional beings and and, and the way we travel through dimensions is, is by positioning our awareness. Uh, when we have uh, had experiences that we haven't been able to process, they get stuck in the unconscious. And so we have parts of our attention still looking into the unconscious. And that keeps us stuck in time, so uh, we're not fully here, fully present because uh, we have leaks of power, leaks of attention, and so what we're doing is using this tool to um to to find out what these leaks are and and um and, and you know correct the flow of of energy into the present. This is called you know looking into the shadows, integrating it and turn them into our gifts because it's the same energy. It's just how is it being u- utilized, right? And so all of that information is there. And then that page in episode 256, once you get your profile, your map, it's a, it's a map, an entry point into this study has 11 gene keys. And like I always say, it's just an entry point into this study. You have to enter somewhere. It's This, this whole fucking thing is a trick. This thing we're doing here with these gene keys, because we're such epic, glorious beings and 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 we have incredible abilities we you know it's very hard to um to leave behind these habits that we have of 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 attention habits of attention where are we putting our attention and that's what creates everything in our life so so we're tricking the unconscious into releasing our attention that's that's hostage into the unconscious, right? So it's a wonderful work and and beautiful work. It's all contemplation. And right there on that page, you will see all that you need to know uh, to learn to do this work. This isn't 20 minutes astrology fucking reading that they're going to tell you the future, who you're going to marry tomorrow. This is the real deal. This is for people that are their the, the, the spiritual journey is the most important in their life. It's not that anybody else is not doing the spiritual journey because that's the that's the only thing it's here on this reality. <laughs> Believe it or not, everybody is having the spiritual journey, but the difference is: are you having it consciously or unconsciously? So most people are having it unconsciously, and they call it, you know, marriage <laughs> or business, or they call it, you know, whatever. In them ending up in jail, or you know, I mean, the spiritual journey is life. There is nothing that is not spiritual. Believe it or fucking not, everything is spiritual. But the difference is consciousness, awareness. And so, if you're conscious that this is this is your journey, and now it's time. Right, there's nothing else but this. And not not just I'm not just referring to jinkies. Jinkies is just a tool, right? We're using a tool. And, and you must always be seen as a tool. Never put the fucking jinkies on a pedestal, you know, because that's the problem. We start putting systems on a pedestal and gurus in a pedestal and teachers on pedestals. We need to fucking break down all of that. I'm not a teacher. There's no spiritual teachers, in my opinion, because uh, you can't tell anybody who they are. <laughs> they have to find it for themselves. And that's what spirituality is. But uh, we're just brothers and sisters sharing data. I'm a I'm a guide. I'm a I'm a coach, and so I'm just sharing, you know, what my contemplations and stuff are. And that's what we're all doing—just p- passing on, you know, information. Because this is information. It's not truth. It's not. It's not knowledge. Definitely, it's definitely not wisdom. None of this, you know. And Richard Rod, you know, he he talks about living wisdom. It's bullshit. This is not fucking living wisdom. Wisdom is experience. This is just a fucking book and this is just a fucking podcast. You know, <laughs> I'm just fucking talking. The wisdom comes from your experience. You cannot write wisdom. Living wisdom, you know, it's experience. Yes, there there are there are times in 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 life or in your lives where you have met energy that um that embody wisdom right but it's but you're having an experience of it right so it's like you are having the experience of that and then it does it does be it can be embodied on uh, you know because you can you can feel it in a, in a book or in on a crystal or in you know in nature in a, in, a, in a waterfall right um you can feel it but you are having the experience, you know. It's like it, it, it just sits there until actually somebody has the experience. You cannot experience, you cannot have the wisdom without the experience. So, um, so yeah, all of that information is there. If you want to learn more about who am I, what, what is Planet Homemaking, what's TV, what's Pearl Planet, all of that stuff, uh, click on the About tab on, on TV and listen to Episode 1, our goal here, my goal uh it's to help lay out the blueprint for a real civilization and what i mean by that is love love i know it sounds cheesy but you know it, it, love has has a bad name you know bad reputation they've 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 turned it into fucking romantic comedy bullshit I and mean, it is not what i'm talking about i'm talking about um a frequency tone that every single uh, unique individual activates when they become um and they when they express their true authentic self, and when we turn on, when we turn on, we are pieces of a grand, of a grand puzzle, we, a, a grand symphony. We're making music, and so when we turn on, um, we we activate who, what we are, and it creates a grid, a blueprint, and and then from this, from this authentic self expression of the individual. Um, then, then the future arises out of that. This, we're not here to break down the matrix or destroy whatever bullshit they've been pushing on us and all that shit. We are here to become aware of it, so that we can make decisions that are not in alignment with destructive um, and 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 regressive, um, limited um, systems of 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 you know. I, I couldn't call it. I, I I would call it devolution. <laughs> I wouldn't call it evolution. I would call it like, you know. Decay, <laughs> decay, um, just, just retarded. Because that's what reality is right now in, in the world. It's, 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 it's not evolving. And I'm, I'm talking about not reality, I'm sorry, Um, society, uh, culture and all that crap, right? And it's always been like that. It's, it's always, and ultimately when you see the larger cycles, it is moving forward because we're here, you know, having this uh, contemplations of this stuff. So it's not like it hasn't worked has worked for some people and some, some other people are still, you know, moving through whatever they're moving through. This is where you can actually realize that in this physical reality, you indeed have all planes of existence, all um, what they call densities of consciousness, right? It's these layers of, of where the attention goes, right? And so um, so where we are right now, it's, it's at this point where we start laying out this blueprint of the future, and so that that's our goal here, um, you know, to, to um, activate ourselves. And the, the most important, most wonderful thing that happens is that there is only one thing in this. The universe, the multiverse is one thing. There is not separated. And so the realization that there is no such thing as separation among anything or anyone... Um, it's a realization of something that is. It's not something that we're going to become or any of that stuff. It's it's already like that. And so, but it happens through the manifestation of the individual self-expression. So in order for us to realize that we're one thing, we need to act as individuals. And then you realize that, you know, you are everyone. but But you have to be yourself. You cannot just think it so it's this is kind of like this divine dichotomy we keep talking about here, but anyway let 's dive into this jinky forty eight wisdom right what the Richard Rohr has to do about it, and i'm going to be you know saying "Fuck this and fuck that <laughs> a lot today and uh, and you know i mean and and giving um do where it 's due because um i'm I'm incredibly grateful for the his contemplation. But I particularly don't don't feel a lot of wisdom on this um, transmission. Uh, I, I, you know, it's not it's not necessarily that. It's more like the words are, so, ultimately, words are so ridiculous, and when we're talking about cities, words are. You have to be incredibly specific, and 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 define the words that you're using, because we miss the point so easily with words. That's in particular. We're talking about the city. We're talking about something that cannot be expressed in words. So, you know, from a certain point of view, we're kind of wasting time here. But, um, but you know, it's important to see that we're doing this so that we align ourselves with the ascension timeline. When we put our our, our attention on the manifestation of these divine gifts, we are aligning all of our timelines into ascension. So it is already happening. We're collapsing time, so it's incredibly valuable, uh, incredibly important. Because now you you have made a decision that you are ascending, and you know, um, and and it's not that it's not that you know we're not going to ascend. It's like it's it's our it's our destiny as a civilization, you know. But the question is, you know, is it going to happen now, or is it going to happen, you know, twenty lifetimes from now? And it's okay if it's now or if it's later. So the 48th city, wisdom, the beyondness of being and not being. And I love that, the beyondness of being and not being. Because that's what all cities are ultimately. So the 64 jinkies represent an encyclopedia of the 64 archetypes within the human continuum. And at the cidic level, this continuum ceases to exist. That's exactly what I'm telling you. There is no continuum here We become, you enter multidimensionality here. So each city uses its own paradoxical language to address that which exists beyond words. Exactly what I'm saying. In this context, the 48th city is the great archetype of the beyond itself. Because we're talking about a very specific angle from which we're entering into the transmission. And in this case, you know, we're talking about the beyond itself. So the forty-eight city opens up the void within us, right? It is the primal state. And he calls it not knowing, but it is not the primal state of not knowing. It's the primal state of becoming, surrendering to the pure observer that exists without time. Because you can only think about not knowing when you're thinking about time. If there's no time, How can you know or not know anything? You know, there's nothing but the present. There's everything simultaneously. In that state, you are in a state of presence. Knowing and not knowing becomes irrelevant because there's no time. You know, in order to know something, you need time time to have the experience. But if you are the experience, and this is what I mean by the beyondness, right? What I'm seeing is the beyondness. So when he says the primal state of not knowing, I would say the primal state of presence. It is a most delightful and infuriating paradox that wisdom arrives through not knowing rather than through knowing, in his words, right? Knowing... IE knowledge is something we can always gather from life and experience. And, you know, when it's mental, it's not knowledge, it's information, it's data. When you have the experience that it, it's embodied, you're not, not gathering stuff that wasn't there you are becoming aware. Your awareness is remembering things that have always been there. Oh, I have this knowledge now. But it's always been there in the Akash. All information, all blocks of reality, they've always existed everywhere. We're just coming to a place where like, oh, I'm remembering this, I'm remembering that, right? So, knowing is within us. And that's exactly the same thing I'm saying. But it is not... um, um it's it's because of the nature of the distinction between the personality and the observer that we have we can actually have data and knowledge and be 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 what it means you know we're we're giving definition to things but he's he's playing with something incredibly abstract and kind of like um talking alluding to it By saying this, which is not necessarily wrong, because, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, that's his way of looking at this. But I don't think that it's really clear. It's it's very confusing, particularly if you're looking from the shadows. I mean, from the shadows, you're not going to see anything. Maybe if you're seeing it from the gift, right? So everything about wisdom is about being unsafe and unsecure. And I do like this. There is a great difference between being insecure and being unsecure. To be insecure is to be kidnapped by fear and taken on an illusory journey that promises final redemption but can never deliver it. I love that. That's exactly what I was talking earlier about this, you know. um, This, this... um, this need for security that we've been sold into this reality that we we need to be safe and that is the greatest uh, enslavement that you can think of you know comfort and safety i'm not saying that you shouldn't have a house or that you, you shouldn't lock your car if you live in new york <laughs> you know and what i'm saying is what i'm saying is habit a, 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 a way of life, a, 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 a lifestyle. You become your whole lifestyle. is about safety and security. And you forget that you're a wild creature, that you're here to be wild. The greatest of adventures happen on the road, you know. I'm not saying that you need to be living on the road all the time. What I mean is a, it's a metaphorical road, right? The life, life happens in, in the experience. And the accumulation of these experiences, every experience gives us knowledge because now we know truth because we lived it. So we're going after knowledge. And now I'm giving you my definition of what knowledge means. right? And then we accumulate this knowledge of all the way to the, to, until it dissolves back into the source. Now we have wisdom because we have experience of the Akash, right? We traveled and now we know. And so when we're talking about the city, we're talking about timelessness. We're talking about that same ability of, of having that knowledge, but now it's multidimensional. Now you can jump. You know, it's not like you are tied up to regions of the Akash. You are um, Your consciousness is, is non-local. And and because of that, it appears that is, um that is not knowing, but it's the opposite, it's absolute knowing. And I guess it's the same thing if you want to see it, like, you know, if we're getting semantic here, Nazi semantic, you know, it's the same fucking thing. Not knowing and absolute knowing, they're the same thing, you know, it's just different ways of saying it. But I, I think that it's more uh, cohesive to explain that there's a, there's the knowledge of the observer which is wisdom and then there's the knowledge of you know of of the experience ultimately it's all the knowledge of the observer because that's what we are right but the personality is going to have it's going to reach points of uh, organizing data that it's going to believe that it's knowledge but it isn't knowledge is 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 it's like the, the way I would define it is eventually starts getting um, metaphysical, and then when you have the ability to perceive and receive information, knowledge that per, per, permeates reality, um, not yours but everything around you, uh, it, it is this living field. Then it is now now you now you have uh, what's called the ability of entrainment. Because your electromagnetic field carries that wisdom, uh, enlightenment now, in light of, in the light of, in the knowledge of. Because your information now is not yours, it's it's God's, right? And so um so to be insecure is to be kidnapped by fear and taken on an l- illusory journey that promises final redemption but can never be del- can never deliver it, right? So, yeah. I mean, ultimately, what are you going to get out of being insecure, you know? Is he promise his final redemption? I mean, as long as you stay in the shadow, you're going to hear all sorts of fucking promises. But you're not going to see anything because you got to get out of that. Redemption also in itself could become an addiction. Um, and it does become an addiction. A lot of people um, just go ups and downs through the drama. But, you know, that's not the kind of stuff we talk about in the city. That's the stuff that happens in the shadow, right? So um, so the, the human journey is ultimately discovered as meaningless. And it is meaningless um, because we have a definition of meaning that is relative to the state of consciousness that whoever is observing that question, right? But at the very core, life just is. When we are, even at the very beginning of them, this multiverse, you could say, well, the meaning of this universe is exploring time. And what what are we going to do um, to be the gods that we are, right? The God that that is all of us um, in the midst of such limitation. And how can we break through and actually manifest all that God is? through that journey of limitation. So you could say that would be the meaning, but ultimately at the very even going beyond that, life just is. Cause we're we're looking at okay, what's what's you know, what was the adventure before that? Multiverse is untold before that. Who knows for how long? And 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 there is no how long because there wasn't time then, you know, time was invented on this multiverse. So imagine something that has already been. There is no time. As soon as you invent time, then then now you have measures. But that kind of measure didn't exist before. So looking at that and seeing that journey and seeing like, oh my God, what is the immensity of something that can measure it in time? And and then at the same time, at the same at the same time, right? um it 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 is ultimately and uh, ultimately loses all meaning because the meaning is it's almost as if we want to have a description for everything but when you get to the place where the descriptions you're going to find the description finally they say well there's no descriptions because you make it you make your own description. That's what makes it beautiful. It's like, you know, imagine if there was, and it couldn't, because God has given us this life without meaning in order so that we can find it ourselves in, our, in, the, in, the, in the story of our own book of life and that everybody gives it its own meaning. That's why you have all these different people. We're all talking about the same thing. You know, the fisherman's talking about the same thing as this, you know, as the hiker, as the bowling player, you know. When you're talking about whatever you're talking, we're all saying the same thing. But we give it our meaning because that's what, that's what is, that is the love of God. If if, if life were to have a meaning, then that would be like, you know, having a child and and telling them who they are. How sad is that? And that is not love, right? So um, so there are no solutions because there is no problem in the first place. That's exactly what I'm saying. To be unsecure, on the other hand, is to have embraced your urge to escape fear in every way possible. And that is totally agree with Richard on that. Yeah, definitely. That's what we're doing here, looking into the shadows. It is to realize that our body Itself is not afraid to die. And, you know, I totally disagree with that one. The body is afraid to die. The body-mind consciousness. Well, I guess you could say the body itself, it's not. But the body-mind consciousness is. If you were to say, well, what is consciousness? Consciousness is manifested through everything. You know? It's unnatural to die. And this is the one thing that, um, you know, a lot of people... They just give up, you know, they surrender and they say, well, you know, everybody dies. Why even fucking try? You know, let's just accept it like it is. No, fuck that. We have learned to die because we've been in the journey of dying for so long that now it has become a fucking habit, but we have to outgrow that habit of dying and get back to who what we truly are, which is eternal beings. We are eternal beings. And so the life we're gonna manifest as we manifest the homo sanctus is gonna be a life where you can stay in the body as long as you want. In the same body. And take it to the point where even, you know, go even beyond where you can transform the body into whatever vehicle you need for any reality that you need to that you wanna go into. And that's that's our destiny, that's where we're going, you know, and we used to be that ultimately at some point. And so, you know, as these cycles of evolution come throughout humanity, we go through these, you know, crest and valleys of the frequency, up and down, and now we're coming to the end of these dark ages. And the realization is that it is unnatural to die. Everybody fucking dies, and just because everybody dies, you have to accept it. So I totally disagree with um, with with Ro- Richard here. You know, the body itself is afraid to die, the personality is afraid. to die. The reason why we have all the problems that we have, it's because we're afraid to die. The personality is afraid to die, and the body mind consciousness, which is the personality, is afraid to die. And so it programs the body. Ultimately, the body is a biomachine. You know, you can, if you had a different personality program, you can program the body to not be afraid of dying, you know. And, and, so, and so ultimately, that's what it's originally, like when, you, when you get a baby, the, the little kid with the, the biomachine of the little babies, the body is not afraid to die, you know, organically because they just landed. It starts getting afraid to die when it starts you know releasing the hormones of death when when they start getting sexual and the the teenage years that's when you just start seeing well what happens when when it's over you know, and then you start at that point, but it's all it's it's been for so long we've been doing that thing. That now it's programmed into the bio-machine. So the body is afraid to die. or it's, it's not when it lands, but it eventually, it kind of activates that. But we can remember that it is not. And ultimately, this is what cities are. Getting to that point where the body remembers the ultimate truth, right? Which is, there is no death. So... um so what, it is in, what is it inside of us that is afraid to die? Personality. The answer to this question is the source of true wisdom. That is the that is the source of true wisdom. What is afraid to die? It's the experience that we've had here that hasn't been digested, that has become the personality. We haven't properly land, and we have become this. And we and, and we keep saying we, but it's it is. We have to address it as it. You know, it's the personality. And so that personality, um, and he says, only life can answer this question. And it's true because your life will tell you what, what, where's your fear? Where are you holding back? What are you saying? What are you not saying? What are you experiencing? What are you not experiencing? What are you afraid of experiencing? Why are you afraid to die? Right. And is it you? And this is the beauty. If you can actually say, fuck, no, it's not me. It's it's the the personality which is not me. In that moment, you become the observer. Now you're observing the personality, but it's not something that you can just get rid of because it's it's it, it doesn't really exist in the first place. So how are you gonna get rid of something that doesn't exist? <laughs> you know, it has it's a construct. So so it's like that's what I'm saying. We're so incredibly advanced, you know organisms here that we have crafted in this realm, you know, that, that is like, you know, to, to be able to reintegrate that kind of like free will thing that, that kind of like takes on a life of its own and, and rain it back and say, yeah, I mean, I'm here to write a, a story, but it's not going to be the story of sadness or the story of, of of um, fear and death and then you change the story and it happens because you're choosing to observe that and eventually i mean the beauty when we're talking about cities is that at some point your life is you have you have returned to the natural state of simplicity which is love and in that state that's where miracles happen that's when the city happens right so to be unsecure is to be more secure than is possibly imaginable. And and that is so true again, you know, because that now you're floating in God. You couldn't be more more secure. This is what we call a Mr. Magoos, right? People are just, and then they just, you know, walk over holes in the pavement, you know, and they don't fall, you know. They are not encountering, all of this nasty stuff. Because their attention is not there. At, it's all attention. The attention will magnetize whatever it is that your attention is. Right? So, ultimately, it will give you what you already have. And what is Mr. Magoo, you know. Where is their attention? Oh, life is wonderful. And then some shit happens. You go like, fuck, where that came from? Because we have laid out the story before incarnation, it, it's not like like you can just. I mean, some people can depending on the kind of uh, story that they've laid out before incarnation. But it's not like you have laid out the story, and 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 then you can just spend your whole life doing this or that, and and, and just do do do. At some point, she's gonna hit the fan because these are the junction points where the where you change chapters in your book of your life, right? And, and and ultimately, I guess at some point, there's people have done a lot of that work in other lifetimes. So they come here and it's not like they're going to need this huge push in order to change because they already know what they're doing. And so it's just little nudges. OK, here now go this way. Where does that come from? It's ultimately us that we laid it out. This is the power of free will. This is to, to which degree have we been given free will? It's infinite. When we're talking about, and Richard talks about this, you know, not having, not being an individual. Because the way that I see it is you have to be able to see the world from the other side. From beyond physicality, in order to understand the full picture. If you don't, if you don't understand that, then you you're only making, you're kind of drawing, uh, trying to make a map when you're missing pieces of the puzzle. You cannot paint the full picture. So to be unsecure is to be more secure than is possibly imaginable. To be unsecure is to surrender all your inner questions back into the infinite, and this. This couldn't be more beautiful, right? To be unsecure is to surrender all your inner questions back into the infinite. So that is ultimate, you know, because what is... Who's asking the questions? The personality. The personality needs a fucking explanation of everything. The personality needs to feel secure. That's why it wants answers, right? But when you surrender... The questions to God. Now we're going back to the full picture, because ultimately none of this is important. We are not head tripping here. There's no problem. The whole entire of this thing we call life is—it's a layout. It's a very specific layout, and it's meant to be a journey, an adventure. I, I, I. It, it's supposed to be fun. And, and, and make us experience everything, ultimately, throughout all of our lifetimes. That is its purpose. And so, you know, to go back to that simple, basic concept, we're here as explorers. You can never fuck up, you know, it's impossible. So the unsecure nature of true wisdom will not and cannot come be comprehended with the mind. That's exactly what I'm saying. The personality cannot comprehend that which has no time because the personality lives within time it was made by time, so to truly understand reality you need to um you need to be have you become uh, the master of time and so we're gonna pause it right there today, and tomorrow we're gonna dive into um richard's second part of this um city of wisdom and and how he perceives the entry point because that's how I see it of into wisdom is is the feminine and and I do agree with that um and and we're going to dive into all of that but uh um so yeah well, we're going to dive into that tomorrow podcast is every day monday through sunday you can find all of our social media um on jordner tv that's jour tv And that's on the About page or any other uh, podcast episode. You'll find our social media there. You can uh, join our mailing list. Uh, You can see all of the links to all of the podcasts. It's on Apple Podcasts and Google and Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, all of the major podcast apps. You can listen to the podcast on all of these apps. It's syndicated. And if you need help in your journey, um, you need guidance or coaching, to put all of this stuff together in a way that works for your business, for your family, for your life purpose, which is exactly what we're doing here. All of the work we're doing here is exactly that. But if you want one-on-one coaching and help with that, click on the support button at the bottom right corner of TV, And we have a few different um, coaching programs that will help you. We have one specific to help you kind of make more sense of the hologenetic profile and put it together. We have one called Life Design. It helps you organize every aspect of your life in alignment with your deepest spiritual purpose. This is the reason why a lot of people, they're living their life and it doesn't make sense because they're just responding to whatever life gave them instead of coming from a place of a source that is your true essence, your true purpose. And then we have a very specific coaching program for people that are stuck in the dark night of the soul. And you do not have to be there for 20 years. I was there for 20 years. You can get it get it through with in about three months, 90 days. So we have a very specific coaching program for people that want to move through their dark night of soul. It's a very specific thing you need to do. And so if you click on that, and learn about that and then learn all about it right there you can follow us on telegram we have a chat room on telegram we have a news channel on telegram where we post all the underground stuff that you know not everything because there's so much but you know i kind of filter and do just you know the most relevant underground stuff that stuff that's going on that you're not going to hear on the mainstream because they i mean maybe on twitter now twitter is we have a twitter also and you can follow us on twitter too and truth social and rumble and uh also in on, on TV there's a pioneers link and uh and if you click on that one you'll see our our video interviews with people that have gone through their dark night of the soul they've come out the other way and now they have a gift to bring to humanity and beautiful people we interview and we're going to be interviewing more people um putting them there also you can hear them on audio too if you don't want to see the video But they're on video and audio, and you can find them on the Pioneers link of Jorn.TV and on our Rumble channel. So all of that stuff is there on Jorn.TV. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Epifanio, and this is Planet Homemaking Podcast. And I wish you a wonderful rest of your day or evening. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.